they shape the container from which trust and confidence can emerge. And this makes for a powerful bond, a powerful bond between the two. In a reading, this card is a sign that by communicating openly and honestly with those you care about, you will create a harmonious and fulfilling relationship built on trust and respect. Snap, snap, snap. On a more personal level, the lovers, the lover's card represents getting clear about your values and beliefs. You are figuring out what you stand for and your philosophy. Having gone through the indoctrination of the Hierophant, you are now ready to establish your belief system and decide what it is and what is not essential to you. It's time to go into the big wide world and make choices for yourself, staying true to who you are and being authentic and genuine in all your endeavors. Really quick, when you do what's best for you, you're doing what's best for everyone. At its heart, the lovers is about choice, the choice about who you want to be in this lifetime, how you connect with others and on what level and about what you will and won't stand for. To make good choices, you need to be clear about your personal beliefs and values and stay true to them. Not all decisions will be easy either. The lover's card is often a sign that you are facing a moral dilemma and must consider all consequences before acting. Your value system is being challenged, and you are being called to take the higher path even if it is difficult. Do not carry out a decision based on fear or worry or guilt or shame. Now more than ever, you must choose love. Love for yourself, love for others, and love for the universe. Choose the best version of yourself. Finally, the lover's, the lover's card encourages you to unify dual forces forces. <laughs> you can bring together two parts that are seemingly in opposition to one another and create something that's a whole, unified, and harmonious. In every choice, there is an equal amount of advantage and disadvantage, opportunity and challenge, positive and negative. When you accept these dualities, you build the unity from which love flows. I love the lover's card <laughs> because I feel like it's, it's all about self-love. Like, yeah, they talk about, you know, love relationships with other people whether it be a significant other or family but every time I like read it I always see it as self-love for myself um and plus especially when it comes to just the choices because that's just one thing that like I'm consistently not having a battle with but uh, reminding myself of like you know making sure I make decisions that reflect my highest self, regardless of what my ego and my emotions are telling me in the moment. And I'm actually very proud of myself because these past two weeks, I've been definitely in situations where I could have been, um, you know, acted childish or whatever the case may be. And I'm proud of myself for choosing a high road. And it, it felt good. Like, you know, it felt good. It felt good to know that, you know what? I'm going to just stay true to me and let them act however they want to act as long as like I said before as long as you're doing what's best for you choosing what's best for you everybody will be okay and if anybody reacts in a negative way just know that shit ain't got nothing to do with you <laughs> nothing like if they want you to make a decision it's going to be for their benefit not yours so make sure you're looking out for you and I mean that in the most like pleasant nicest way possible Okay, so let's go ahead and go into a night, the Knight of Pentacles, which was upright as well. We have a man on a horse with a pentacle in his hand. Like he, he just got it all. Like he just like rewarded or something after hard work is what I'm looking at. So we're going to go ahead and read the definition from Biddy Tarot. 
The Knight of Pentacles, like the Knights in the, of the other suits, represents work, effort, and responsibility that follows upon the dream and ideals of the page. The Knight is the most hardworking and detail-oriented character of the tarot deck. He may not be the most inspiring or creative knight, but he'll do the work to get the results he seeks, even if that means work is highly repetitive or routine. When this card appears in a tale reading, you are working methodically towards your goals. You have a plan in place and are sticking to your schedule to get the job done. You may not work particularly quickly, <laughs> but you are consistent, dedicated, and committed to your goal. Pull one foot in front of the other and finish the job. This card also asks you to continue doing what you are doing and making gradual progress. Wait, floating along and making gradual progress. No need to change your approach. Go with the flow. Stick to your usual routines. And over time, you will reach your goals. The Knight of Pentacles shows that you are a natural planner and implementer. You envision your goal, determine the best course of action, and then stick to your path with a methodical and relentless focus. When you are in impl implementation mode, <laughs> all these fucking big ass words, when you are in implementation mode, the job will get done, even if it requires hard work along the way. Meticulous in your approach, you make sure that everything is planned and executed down to the tiniest detail, and you will never leave a job half done. It is essential to you that you complete all assigned tasks and projects to a certain standard and that you follow through on your promises. Sometimes the Knight of Pentacles points to the more mundane or boring aspects of life. The daily grind, repetitive schedules, household chores, and other responsibilities and obligations. You may be assigned a project or given a task to do, and you will have to commit your time to see that to see that project through to the end successfully. With the Knight of Pentacles, you will be required to accept responsibility without any complaints or grudges. The Knight of Pentacles suggests that you are taking a moderate and conservative pro approach to life right now. And while you may be feeling that change is imminent, you are sticking to your tried and tested ways of doing things. You have established that you need routine and careful planning if you are to achieve your goals. It may not necessarily be an exciting period, but at least you know you are on the right path. Even if you are growing tired and want to quit, this night invites you to keep at it and you will eventually see success. Yeah. Um... Like I said, I've been proud of myself these past two weeks. I've been sticking to schedules and just finding joy in the things that needs to get done in order to get where I am going. So like, you know, the definition said, like, you know, it may not, it may be meticulous. It may not be as exciting as you hope, but it got to get, it got to get done in order to get what you want, you know? So it's just about appreciating a journey, finding joy in everything, finding joy and receiving a no and finding a yes like you know what i'm saying like just not letting anything stop it and i can relate to that because again this web series i'm working on y'all it's like the one of the most stressful projects i've ever done um super unpredictable and i've just kind of you know surrendered to it and just let flow just let it flow like you know just keep trying things like you know trying the shit that I think will work and if not I'm trying something else so it's just like but I'm not giving up because as soon as I want to just because I've done it in the past I was like you know what maybe I'll just revisit this and do it in a year and then 
here comes emotions and all kinds of things because it's like it's these you're supposed to be doing this now so it's like i'm listening to myself listening to my intuition in a sense where where i need to continue working on this now and not put it on a break so that's where that relates to me um of course everything i read will or may or may not resonate with you some of it will some of it all of it may not um so just take what resonates and how do you know if it resonates with you if you whatever i said if something just clicks and you thought of something and it's just it just felt like i'm talking to you that's how you know if it resonates if i'm saying it and you're trying to force it to make sense to your life then it, it probably don't resonate um, so that was the energy for the next two weeks. Um, and that's some good energy. We about to be out here working hard and getting shit done. Yes to us. Okay, y'all. So I did a three-day water fast. So I'm going to share my experience with y'all. Um, I don't think it's really... I'll, I'll just go into it. Go into it. So with the three-day water fast, that means I drank nothing but water for three days straight. No food, no tea, no nothing else. So this is my second time doing this three-day water fast. Funny enough, the first time I did it was actually a year, like almost exactly a year ago from the time I just did it. So last March 2019. And that time I learned that you cannot drink tea during a water fast. Um, I drank like a regular herb bag of tea um, thinking I could like, you know, get a little something something because I was really hungry. And I was like, well, maybe just a couple some tea will help. You know, I threw that up and I was just like, what's wrong with me? So basically, when you're fasting, if you're on empty stomach, um, you can't you're not supposed to drink tea it's like fennel or something that's in the tea that'll make you throw up if you don't have anything in your stomach so um, I learned that quickly you know so this time around I did not drink any tea um, I did however put limes in my water so sometimes I had just plain old spring water and then sometimes I'll have the water with sliced up limes in it um, I don't I looked it up it says it it was okay to do that it doesn't spike your insulin or anything so it'll still be considered a fast I did it um because I just felt like it would just be better <laughs> um and I got through the three days the first day I feel like was pretty easy um of course like you know my stomach was singing to me um but you know I dived into work and ignored the hunger pains and then the second day was the toughest and that was the same last time I did the water fast like that second day I believe that your body goes into ketosis so it's just like your body is like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> what are you doing eat so then um like I was and then I'm I'm also very extra so I was dramatic so like you know I didn't do any workout I didn't do any extra work on my body because I felt like if I just lift something too heavy I'm gonna pass out but again that that was me being extra that's definitely not the case you can still don't work out if you do a water fast but you can still you know do stuff you definitely gonna be a lot slower like a turtle but you can do stuff but me I was extra precautious and I was just like I'm gonna do the bare minimum of everything so I took the elevator every time like if I <laughs> carried the light bags like like a pregnant woman in a sense like I was like I'm not doing it in the second day I was like even more extra like I did everything from bed like I was moving slow motion because that was just like yeah but then you know I got through it I got through it I probably drank more water that day than I did ever of course you know I'm gonna be going to the bathroom every other hour um the third day I feel like the third day was the easiest surprisingly um I feel like by the third day my body was just like all right this is what we doing 
And of course, you know, I was still hungry. So I had the hunger pains, but not necessarily like not as much as I did on the first day. Um, but the third day I feel like was the easiest. I was just like, I think I can do this. So then, you know, I go to sleep and technically it was like a three, a three day and some change water fast because I didn't eat until like 10 or 11 o'clock on the fourth day because I'm going to do intermittent fasting from now on, or at least try to, in which you only eat for certain hours of, of the day. I believe you only allow yourself to eat for like, I think eight hours, I believe. So if you start eating at like 10, then your last meal needs to be by six. So since it's like the eight hours, I would like my last meal to be a little bit later in the day. So that's why I usually wait until about like 10 or 11 to eat breakfast. So that's what I did on the fourth day. And again, like with the third day being such a breeze, the fourth day was just as, you know, great as the third day. So I was like, you know, kind of entertaining the idea of going longer, but I didn't. <laughs> and I broke the fast with raw fruits and stuff for like the first couple hours. And then I cooked some veggies. Excuse me. I cooked some veggies with quinoa and lentils and stuff. They do say, I mean, the whole purpose of me doing the fast is to kind of clear out my body, you know, get rid of toxins and stuff and kind of just reset um, my body in a sense and also to assist me with being more disciplined. Because if you can't eat for three days, like I can't think of another way you can be disciplined. Like that's discipline like a motherfucker. Like you're not eating food for three days, even though your body is yelling at you and telling you you're I'm fucking hungry, your stomach and you're not eating, you're drinking water, you stay in discipline, you stick into the script. So after that, that work ethic just fucking went on a hundred because I was just like, girl, if you can't eat for three days, you can do anything. Like, what? What you mean you can't? You can't go to the gym. You didn't eat for three days, girl. What you mean you can't do this? So that's that. And also, too, you know, with eating and stuff, like my eating hasn't been the best. Um, I mean, it's not like crazy, but it hasn't been the best. So I, I wanted to kind of use that to start back the eating way better like choosing wisely like you know and what I was going back to the tarot cards like doing choosing what's best for me so choosing between eating some greens or something horrible I'm not saying you know don't eat anything that's not you know considered healthy or green but it's just like in moderation intuitive eating kind of like what Tanya Phil said and um the Tanya Phil talking that shit episode mama Tanya um, intuitive eating, eating, listening to your body. And that's one thing that I've really been focusing on as well, especially after this fast. So it's like one, I'm real, I'm realizing I'm eating less. Like I'm realizing that I stress eat. So like, you know, when I want to eat first, you know, if I'm hungry, you know, obviously I'm, I'm hungry, so I need to eat. But like in other cases where it's like, I'm not really hungry, but I want to eat. So it's just, I kind of sit and just like, you know, take a step back and just be like, why do I want to eat? Like, do I actually need to eat food or am I trying to stress eat or am I eating because I'm bored? Like, why do you want to eat this right now? And I sit, listen to my body and be like, and my body be like, I'm, I'm actually good. So then instead, I'll make some tea, drink some water. And then when I actually feel like I need to eat is when I eat. So I'm realizing I eat a lot, lot less now that I'm really going hard with the intuitive eating eating which I think is dope but I did start my workout routine um this week as well so we'll see how that change uh change because I, I probably be eating a lot more because of the working out so we'll see how that goes but that was my three-day water fast experience I don't think there's much to talk about besides you know you're going to be hungry and it's mind over matter so it's just kind of again I did it more so for the discipline and the reset 
of my body like you know getting rid of toxins also fun fact like you know you're really getting rid of toxins and stuff because it's going to be tmi i hope y'all not eating or whatever but you know during the fast you're not eating anything and you're drinking water meanwhile like i'm going to the bathroom every day like i am taking so many number twos and i'm just like yes get this shit out of me literally and figuratively like get it out <laughs> so that's that's one thing that i feel like all right i'm really i'm doing something right and it's just it's just something beautiful to accomplish you know not everybody can say that they fast not everybody fast everybody and their mom tell me how they can't do it even if i didn't ask them so it's just like you know talk your shit like okay you can but i can like you know I, you know i guess yeah i'll just leave that there but um yeah i really do like this water fast um I'm not sure if I'll do it again this year. I mean, again, I'm just going to listen to my body. So if intuitively, if my body is telling me that I need to fast, which is what happened, like I felt like I needed to not eat <laughs> for a couple of days, um, then I'll do it again. But, you know, we'll see. Maybe it's like a once a year thing or maybe I can fast one one day um, every other week type thing. Because that's also a thing. If you don't want to do three days, um, you can just do a day. But they do suggest that if you do more than a day, you should do three because of the whole ketosis thing. So um, once you're um, you have to look up the ketosis, I can't give you the exact definition. Um, I think it's like starvation mode, but definitely look it up. But I know the second day your body goes in ke into ketosis. So if you do two days, it doesn't really make sense because of that drastic thing that's going to be happening on day two so if you decide to do a fast do a one day or three day of course do all the research you can to make sure you doing are you keeping safe during a fast and just figure out what works for you because we're all human yes but we are all different we have different bodies and different needs and we're all in different stages of life so just do what works for you you don't necessarily need to do exactly what i did or not <laughs> you know just do what works for you because the person who taught me about fasting or at least introduced it to me I don't think they would have um I don't think they would have done the lime. I think they did straight like alkaline water actually. So it's like I don't have alkaline water money to drink for three days straight. Cause alkaline water is I mean, I guess I could have because I'm not buying food. That's something to think about. But anyways, I use spring water with lime, so I did what I feel like will be best for me and you should do the same. So that's it on the water fast. So let's go in and talk about support. Now I want to talk about support um, because <laughs> I have a, we, uh, a funny, I feel like, relationship with what I feel like support is. Um, if you met me like five years ago or even around the time I first started this podcast, Avocado and Honey, like if you were my friend or any just in my energy, like I told you how I felt about support because I felt like I wasn't getting enough support at the time. So it was just like. I, was, I used to always say shit like, you know, like how you follow me on Instagram, like support is a simple fucking like on Instagram. I used to go hard, not necessarily like, you know, meaning that people need to like my shit. It's not I don't I didn't mean it to say that I need to have my pictures liked because for my own insecurity. But it's like we're in an age of social media. Most of us are doing our entrepreneurs and selling shit on social media. So it's like if you are my friend and you know that this like is going to mean that more people will see it and all this type of shit. I'm not even asking you to share it. I'm just ask, simply asking you to like my shit. And to back then, 
And I still kind of believe it today. Like, if you say you're my friend and you watch, you talk to me about the shit I post in person and you still don't even do that one simple support by liking, I'm going to, you know, note it. I'm taking notes. Like, you know, I'm like, some ain't right here. Some ain't right. Meanwhile, you commenting on Beyonce shit, like, you know, Ivy Park and everybody else, but your girl can't get a simple like. But we already know how that goes. I see everybody talking about it all the time. So that's why I want to bring it up, because one thing I had to realize in terms of support is that I really it's like Gary Vee and everybody says, like, it's about perspective. Like what I was doing was focusing on all the people who I peep wasn't supporting me. And, you know, I kept talking my shit and saying it and doing probably little low jabs or whatever, like just saying, talking shit and just letting that take up most of my focus. And then, like, it took me to realize, like, I actually I have support. You know what I'm saying? In the beginning, I was averaging like 30 fucking listens on this podcast. But that's 30 people who were supporting me every week. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then like social media, most of the people that support me, I've never met before in my life. Shout out to y'all. Let me get homegirl name real quick because homegirl, she be, she be with the shits and I fuck with you heavy. I know you listening right now. Let me get your Instagram name right now. Hold up, hold up. But like I was saying, like most of the people who support you, that's one thing I do appreciate about the internet because it brings so many people to you. Like people who you've been needing like you know what i'm saying like people who will support you without knowing you at all so um so that's one thing i just had to do because they're always going to be people supporting you like you know what i'm saying when i post a photo it never have zero likes so like i'm over here tripping about people who i call friends not liking my stuff meanwhile all these other great people are seeing the vision and liking it so it's just about focusing and just putting your perspective on or keeping your attention onto the things that are happening rather than the things that are not happening and then also you know note it take note because you don't want no no weirdos around you not like that but like that like you don't want people that's just sitting around and then waiting for you to pop off and you know then be like you know I was it from the jump like no you wasn't even liking my photos girl just take notes note it note it and keep it cute. Like, I'm not saying beef or do anything. I mean, you do what you feel like you is best for you. Because like I said, when you do what's best for you, you're doing what's best for everyone. So, but for me, I just didn't need to give that my energy because that shit was really stressing me out. That mean, if you just came up to me and said hi, like, I'll be like, hey. And then I'll just, I'll vent to you about how people in my life aren't supporting me. <laughs> it's so funny to look back now because like, you know, now I kind of, I really don't, I'm not really that, don't go that hard in terms of likes, like, you know, especially on my personal page, I just post what I want and go, and when it comes to avocado and honey, if it does well, it does well, if it doesn't, it doesn't, like, I know that I'm posting shit that people that follows avocado and honey is going to like, so whether you're my friend or not, like, I know whoever likes this post is gonna, they, like, relate to it in some way, so now it's, like, a, a bigger picture, like, I'm not really focused on having, certain people and then it's also you know people aren't obligated to support us (laughs) y'all like yeah they are friends one they have a whole life going on too and then um two nobody nobody gotta do nothing for you not even family like I know that sounds tough but it's real shit like nobody is not forced to support us just because they're related to us or just because we have a friendship with them it does not mean they have to support us granted you may want to keep people around who will support you but that's just a tough cookie to swallow like you know 
they're not obligated, but it's just like now you have the decision or the choice to choose who you want around you. Like, you know what I'm saying? And for me, I would like to be surrounded by support and love. And that don't necessarily mean that I expect everybody who's around me to like every single photo and all that stuff. Now, you know, I've, I've grown since then. Um, but it's just like I need some type of support and it's like balance because I go hard for my friends and my friends fucking know that like y'all know who my friends is by just looking on my Instagram like I go hard for my friends because I just support real shit and it's not even just my friends if you make dope stuff like I'm supporting you and that's just me and my energy and that's just who I am so I prefer to have people who are very similar like you know to me like you know who's not yeah I don't know because I feel like if you love yourself <laughs> and like you tr you just treat yourself with the utmost respect you're naturally going to do that for others so if you like you know if I have these friends like going back to the old days you know where I was complaining about friends and stuff not liking my shit again it has nothing to do with me no one anything or everything someone else does has nothing to do with you everything that everyone else does is because of some of them and whatever the fuck they got going on so like if I was complaining about someone like for example not liking a photo or whatever like I had a friend who literally first want to watch my stories first want to do everything we'll see each other in person we talking about the shit I post on Instagram and they still don't like nothing I'm just like you know obviously you see this thing you see me working and you still not supporting like I feel like Again, this is me just coming up with a conclusion because I be self-diagnosing everything because I'm a spiritual doctor. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, that, that's her own or their own. It wasn't necessarily a girl. I don't know. But that was their own um, insecurity in a sense. Like, you know, people, what I'm realizing too is that like people, like they see you and they can, they'll think or feel that you're doing something that's just way just so amazing that they feel like they can't do it either again I can't force people to see their value even though I do that's why I go so hard for anyone that's trying anything especially if it's dope it's just, even if it's not like I respect you for fucking trying like you know what I'm saying like you have the the courage to do something like this like you know and it's just like for the people who are talented but don't have that 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 courage or I don't know that I don't know what's the word to even say it, but it's just like you, I'm pretty sure we all know talented people who just don't go hard or they just don't have that motivation to do shit. And it's just like, we complain about all these people that are successful and they aren't talented, but it's like they have that kind of like what I was saying with the Knight of Pentacles. Like they may not even be as talented, but they work and they fucking ass off and they get in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's talent at this stage, at this point in life, 2020 with social media and everybody having access to everything and everybody doing the same shit. You have to have the talent and that work ethic. Like you have to have it now, you know, like you, there's no way to get around it. Like, especially when musicians and stuff. I see so many talented musicians posting dope music and they just expect people to just find it because it's dope. Like, no, there's so many, there's so much shit out here. You have to put in the, the creating and then also the promoting. If you can't do it, you need to team up with somebody, save that money and pay somebody to do it for you because it's important in 2020. I'm like going on a tangent now, but let me go back to homegirl who be supporting the hell out of me. Um, her Instagram, Vonche. Ooh, girl, I hope I'm saying your name right. Vonche. Her Instagram is at Melanated Dope. Um, girl, I appreciate you. And um, I just want to say thank you on air. You know, giving you your flowers while you're here. Smell them, girl. I do appreciate you. And um, I just want to say thank you. 
thank you for always sharing and thank you for always talking to me about everything. She's actually a tarot reader as well. She does nails. Um, so y'all check her out because um, that's love. And that's that's how we should be, you know, <laughs> like, but that's me. And that's my wishful thinking in a perfect world. But yeah, I just want to go touch on, I guess, to sum up the support thing is that we are always supported, y'all. We are always supported. And to be a little bit even more spiritual, like even if you post something and not a single person like that, like, guess what? You are still fucking supported. Like you have your ancestors, you have fucking God supporting you. So it's just like keep to it. As long as you feel like you're doing the what you're supposed to be doing then try another way to attain that same goal. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what song or where I heard this from, but it was just like, how you how you alone in a room with God? And I was like, what? Let me rewind that shit back. How, you, how are you alone when you are in a room with God? So with that being said, God ain't gonna leave you unsupported. And you know, I be talking that shit all the time. You are God, you are a piece of God. So no matter where, everywhere you go, you gonna be God gonna be with you. You are a piece of it, a piece of him. So, um, and with that being said, you create your reality and shit. But I'm not gonna go on a tangent. I'm gonna save that for another another time. <laughs> I don't know if me and my like friends you listening, maybe like, oh, here she go. Cause I'll be going in. Um, uh, because I feel like we need those reminders all the time, even myself. Like, you know, every time I say anything, I'm saying it because I need to hear it first and foremost. Like, you know. So when it comes to support, just knows that you are always being supported. And you know, when it comes to just like sanity, <laughs> I feel like you need to do what's best for you. Like if you feel like, you know, you have a whole circle of people who literally it's obvious that they're not supporting you or just don't have any intentions on assisting you getting to where you're going. I feel like you just need to make a decision. You can just, you know, keep it cute and just keep them around and just note that, you know, that's just how they are. And that's just what it is. And you can continue on with the relationship. Or, you know, if you, for me, I, it's my emotion. Like, I, I, I can't. Um, I will have a conversation or whatever the case. But even then, like, I feel like, because I've done that in the past where I've had a conversation with a friend. And I'll just be like, you know, I feel like the support isn't there. And then once I mention, like, liking photos, people blow it all out of proportion. Oh, my goodness. So many people, they make it seem like I'm just so obsessed with Instagram and all I want is likes. But it's just like, that is not the case. Because... I don't care for likes in a sense. The only reason, well, let me take that back. It's not that I don't, what well, I'm talking about the old Angie because I don't care now. But like, you know, it's not like I didn't care. It's just that I wanted my fucking success right then and there. So I'm just like, you guys aren't helping me get this. And all you could, all you have to do is like a photo. I just feel like that says a lot still to this day. Like if you have a group of friends, it's six of y'all, y'all go hard for each other. Y'all support each other. And then, or you support them and not a single person like anything that you do, but they're, again, keeping tabs on it. So, like, you see it. So, you see it and you choose not to like it. You choose to scroll past what I'm working on, what you know I've been working so hard on, and to like a fucking meme or something else that someone else posted. But, again, no one's entitled to support you. So, what I'm saying is make sure you do what's best for you and your sanity. If you seeing this and noticing that these people aren't supporting you and it's fucking taking up your, your mind and your energy like it did me, uh, either fucking cut that out, <laughs> fucking unfollow them, do whatever it is that you need to do so you can refocus your energy and not do that. Like, 
fuck what everybody says. Do what's best for you because, like I said a couple times, when you do what's best for you, you're doing what's best for everyone. Like, maybe they need to not see your stuff anymore. <laughs> you know, maybe they deal with some shit that they need to not, they need to fucking figure it out and so they can learn how to return some support or whatever the case may be. Like, you know, I'm not dragging no one or anything. I just feel like this is an important, like, topic on support because I see a lot of people talk about it today because it's a fucking, it's frustrating. We live in a world of social media. So when we, and then with the social media and everybody being entrepreneurs, half of y'all listening probably got your own business. Like, you know what I'm saying? So we want that support. So it's just, we have to just refocus. Like, you know, if you are in that space where you feel like no one's supporting you, Think again, yo. Think again. Look again. Look at all. Like, you probably got the same three people liking your photos consistently. That's support, whether you know them or not. It's just that we are expecting support from the people who are closest to us. But again, they're not obligated to support us. No one is. So appreciate the ones that are. And then also when you do post something on Instagram, all those people commenting and shit, that's support. Talk to them back, yo. Respond back. I hate seeing people who have like they post something and they get so much love like i'm not saying respond if you get like a thousand comments but at least take some time out of your day to respond to some of those comments yo because once somebody say some fuck shit you're gonna be on there fucking with the twitter fingers going back and forth so it's like we need to redirect this energy giving i guess and give it to the people who's actually showing love and not spewing the hate so it's like if you post something and people are supporting it, whether it's one person saying dope, whether it's 10 people saying dope, like respond to them. Them people took time out their day to comment on what you just posted, what you just put out. So it's just like return the love, yo. Return the love, especially if you complain about not having support and you got all these people in your fucking comments and you ain't responding to none of them. Like what? I don't want to hear it, yo, if, if that's the case, you know. And speaking of businesses, you know, your girl just started another little business or whatever. So I have a new uh, baby. It's called Shell Monies. It's luxury for now. We may expand and do more things, but I have gotten a lot of compliments on my lock gems in my hair, which are made out of cowrie shells and crystals and copper wire, of course. So you can definitely see it on um, my Instagram at underscore Smanji and then Shell Monies. They have their own Instagram, its own Instagram, which is S H E L L monies m-o-n-i-e-s we're on etsy um so you can definitely purchase your lock gems there and you know not to toot my own horn or whatever but they are fucking fire like these gems are beautiful and i am so proud of them so i'm really happy um that i'm able to create something with my hands and sell um and that's so funny because literally but a week mm, probably like two weeks before i actually started making them um, because I made one because I wanted to wear one particular crystal all the time. It was a kind night because I was like, I need to open up my throat chakra. Like I'm holding a lot of shit back and I want to practice, you know, saying how I feel all the time. So I was like, let me put this crystal on me and see if that will change things, see if it'll encourage me a little bit more. And then I got a whole bunch of compliments on it. So then I got some other crystals and started making some more. Shout out to my homegirl, um, Raw Art on Instagram, underscore Raw Art, um, my girl Barbara. She was definitely one of the first people that was like, nah, man, this is it, this is fire. So I was like, you think so? You think people will like her? She was like, hell yeah. So I was like, all right. And then, you know, I started getting compliments and stuff. And um, it's just funny because I think it was Barbara. I'm not sure who it was, but I was having a conversation with someone because I know a lot of artists, like actual artists who like paint and shit. So I was like, and, you know, people who actually create physical things to sell. Like me, I was like, I only have a podcast to put out. Like I don't have anything that like people can take with them type of art. And then I was just like, you know, 
I wish I can do that. So now here I am doing that shit. And I'm one, I'm really proud of myself for doing it. Um, Cause it took a lot. Like it took a lot. Like I didn't think people would fuck with it like that. And here I am, people are fucking with it. And it's because it's dope as shit. So if you have locks, braids or whatever, if you like to wear hair jewelry or if you like seashells and fucking crystals, um, go ahead to shell monies. And I named it shell monies because the cowrie shell was actually a form of currency back, you know, in Africa where we come from. And I thought that was dope. And even in Ghana, I think maybe up until 1991 or maybe it's, I'm not really sure on the dates, but I know their coin out there actually had the cowrie shell on it to kind of pay homage to its old ways um, of currency. So um, I thought that was really dope. And then, you know, spiritually, just because with that, you know, history, um, they say like cowrie shells bring prosperity and things like that. So I want to just wear thing intentional things like, you know what I'm saying? And I just love cowrie shells like before I even started bedazzling them, I guess, or um making them beautiful with the crystals i just wore them naturally like i went from not ever wanting anything in my hair to a whole bunch of seashells and now i have crystals and she seashells all up in my hair so check out shell monies on instagram and on etsy again it's s-h-e-l-l-m-o-n-i-e-s if you don't have locks or wear braids or anything send them to somebody who does if you like crystals and stuff you know this is the place to be so go ahead and support your girl i ain't gonna you know call up the ruckus if you don't because you don't you're not obligated to you know what i'm saying but thank you to everybody who has um so far i'm really excited for this i'm really 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 am okay so that was a nice little plug um and then let's talk about the rona I mean, honestly i don't i don't have much to say because I, I haven't really been paying much attention to it just because what is portrayed online is not my reality. Like, I'm out here in New York City, and uh, yesterday, the weather was so nice. I think it was um, 60-something degrees, and um, in wintertime, that's that's something great, you know? And I went to the park, and everybody and a mom was out. And I'm not just black people, you know, because it's gentrified, gentrified, so it's a whole bunch of other people. And um, there was no concern. Like, you know, everybody is out like a regular summer day, I don't know what the hell is going on. You know, I be having my little conspiracies and shit. So I feel like something bigger is happening behind the scenes and we all need to be distracted with this Corona. So um, because every year is something, it's something every fucking year. It's some big outbreak. But I am taking note on the economy situation because I see its effect there. Like a lot of shit is being closed down. But mainly I feel like it's because of the media. The media is definitely dragging it. Um, over-exaggerating when it comes to the coronavirus. Um, and then also the coronavirus is nothing new. Like, you know, it's just something they blew out of proportion. You know, I'm happy they didn't create a whole new disease this time, but they definitely blown it out of proportion. Um, so, yeah. And then it's just like, yeah. Yeah, I'll just stop there because I really don't don't really care to talk about it that much. But, you know, I'll say what everybody keeps saying. I mean, I, I feel like y'all already been washing y'all hands and stuff. But, you know, if not... Go ahead and wash them hands, you know. <laughs> um, keep some hand sanitizer or something around. Um, and just, you know, keep it clean like, you, like you've been doing. That's why you ain't sick. That's why we here over here chilling, you know. And plus, no black people got the corona. I think that's really interesting because you know the history. <laughs> Y'all know the history, right? Like, you know, we, we taught the, the, the white people. We taught them how to, like, clean and bathe and stuff. So I feel like this is kind of like history repeating itself in a sense. <laughs> Woo! 
because I don't know. I don't believe in coincidences, y'all. So <laughs> some, something's there. I, sh- I definitely shut the fuck up once a black person get it. But uh, from now, <laughs> I'm just keep it there. So y'all continue to do what y'all do. Keep them hands clean. Keep your bodies clean. And keep yourself clean. You know, eat clean. Just keep it clean. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, oh, shit. This is like the longest she talking that shit ever. I hope y'all get through it all. Um, so my last little thing that I want to touch on is like, I feel like my grandma visited me the other day and this is just a story I just, I just want to share y'all because it it was just, it just meant so much and it was such a beautiful experience for me. I was having one of those nights where I felt lonely, not necessarily, you know, seeking a companion type lonely, but just lonely. Like, you know, I'm in New York city, no family by myself. And I, I personally feel like things are going great for me. Like, you know, things you know aren't perfect I'm still figuring shit out but like I'm in a space where I'm accepting things I just feel good about everything and it's just like I wanted to share it with someone who understands it you know and I just felt like I didn't have that so um I was just you know not just crying in a corner or nothing I was just like in my feels like something only some spiritual shit would know like if you were around me you would never know but it was just I was here by myself and so like I lit some sage um I lit um, an incense and I was just like you know about to set the tone get ready to go to sleep and then after I light it like I sit down and I'm just like yo that shit does not smell like sage like that shit does not and I'm like sniffing it I go up to it and I smell it and it smells like the incense and I go and I smell it it smells like the sage like when my nose is damn near touching it but then once I back up my whole room it smelled different so then I was just sitting back and I'm just like what the fuck because it smells so familiar as well and then I was just like, what the fuck does that smell like? And then it just, like, smacked me. Yo, my grandma, not necessarily her, but, like, her house used to smell like this. Like, it was, like, old people perfume and cigarettes, y'all. Like, that's what the fuck my room smelled like when I lit sage and frankincense incense. So it smelled like my grandma's perfume and cigarettes. And I was just like, thank you, Maida Paul. That's her name. Because I, like, I know she was here. And it was just, like, the one thing I appreciate about it is like my grandma is one of the strongest people I, I know. I don't even know half the shit she went through, but just based on how what I seen, I know she's the strongest woman I know. And I know I feel that she came to kind of give me her strength. You know, while she was here, she used to always say shit like I'm with the okadoke. That means don't fucking play with me because I'm not the one to play with. I know the bullshit when I see it. And. I feel like that was uh, in a way telling me to fucking not be with the okie doke because um you know believe it or not your girl been with the okie doke for a long time like your girl I feel is I am notorious for letting a lot of shit slide when it's not really necessary um I peep shit and still let shit slide so I feel like I'm at the point where I'm no longer going to be with the okie doke like you know I'm not about to act like shit sweet because ain't shit sweet like Megan said so you know what I'm saying? It's just living in my truth and just not playing dumb for anyone anymore because people really do be thinking I'm some some dits, y'all. It's really funny because like I peep shit a mile away, but I just keep it cute, you know? I mean, sometimes it's definitely gonna be like, you know, with my uh, with discretion, I guess. Like, you know, I'm not gonna just be wilding out like nah, 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 nah. It's just I'm definitely gonna pick and choose my battles wisely, but I'm not going to, with my actions, act like shit is sweet. I may not verbalize it every time, but with my actions, I'm not going to act like everything's cool when it's not, um, and that's what it is. So, and then also in terms of just, girl, you know where you come from? Like, that's what, that's what, this is all I got from just that scent. Like, you know, I just felt, like, I felt her hugging me with that scent alone. It's just like, 
I come from a line of women with a whole bunch of strength, girl. And then as soon as that, the next day, I just felt super powerful. So I just, I'm just grateful for that experience. And I feel like maybe y'all would appreciate that story. Y'all probably felt something very similar or experienced something similar um, to that. So I just wanted to share it with y'all. I'm super grateful for it. <laughs> I'm super grateful. And it definitely got me back on the right track um, because I ain't with the okie doke. You know what I'm saying? I ain't with the okie doke, yo. Rest in peace to my grandma, made a paw. And we're like 40 minutes in. Um, I'm definitely going to edit it down a little, but it'll probably still be about 40. Hopefully y'all get through it all. Yes, I was definitely on one talking this shit. Because when it comes to support, yo, I'm a little ch- ch- chatty patty. But thank you all for listening to me talk my shit um, every other week. I really do appreciate it. Um, and again, if you, you know, want to talk your shit too, <laughs> you can definitely, you know, talk that shit on social media, send me a message, send me an email at avocado honey at gmail.com and all that fun stuff. And just remember, I'm going to say it one last time before I get off of here. Every time you doing what's best for you, you are doing what is best for everyone else. Yo, do not be afraid. And I was one of, I'm such a selfless person. That, like, I was always one of those people that just, like, wanted people to give in order to like me type shit. So, like, when I can't do something for someone else, I used to always really, really beat myself up. Even if it was at the, if I was doing something for someone else at the cost of my expense. Like, it's, 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 you know, it's funny now, you know, having that realization. But back then, it wasn't, like, I would really be hurt if I can't do something for someone. So, it's like, I just tell myself every time I, like, if that feeling creeps up again, I just say to myself, you know everybody's gonna be all right if I make a decision that's best for me everyone is going to be all right they may be upset depending on like you know the choice and the decision they're gonna be upset again because your decision is not benefiting them (laughs) you know so you got to look out for you because who's gonna look out for you no one but you so you know everybody's gonna be okay if you do if I do what's best for me everyone's gonna be okay if I do what's best for me I'm really going to end this now. Thank you again for listening. Please be sure to like, subscribe, share, spread the word on avocado and honey. If you know someone who would like this episode, if you thought of someone when you're listening to this episode, go ahead and send it to them. They may need to hear it. Um, Follow avocado and honey on all social media platforms at avocado and honey. Of course, we have our site up and running. So if you want to just go to one place to get all things avocado and honey, head over to avocado and honey.net. You know, we have, I have my playlist. I have all the videos. Every single podcast episode is on there as well. And it's a cute photos of me if you want to just, you know. So everything is literally there. So check out avocadoandhoney.net. If you're interested in my personal life, um, you can follow me on all social media platforms at underscore Samangi, S-M-A-N-G-I-E-E. And I know I was talking so much shit about support, but I just want to let y'all know that y'all support has not gone unnoticed. I really do appreciate the listens, the likes, <laughs> and all that shit. Yo, I really do appreciate you. So when I say it all the time, I mean it every fucking time, y'all. I appreciate you. Y'all have a beautiful last week. And I work so goddamn hard. Now I love the girl I become. Now I love the girl I become. No, no, no. I finally know.